Hello, welcome to the next audio exclusive version of the Talk Norwich City podcast. I am really, really super excited for this one. A man who played in arguably, well, not arguably, the most successful city site of all time. A city legend, a yellow and green career spanning across almost nine seasons, turned assistant manager, turned city fan for life. Well, at least I hope so anyway. Ian Butterworth. Ian, firstly, thank you so much for coming on. How's it going with you? Fine. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, great to talk to you. Yeah. Um, looking forward to it because I'm sure you've got some interesting questions for me. It's been a, it's been a while, isn't it? You've been a busy bee. I've, I've been pestering you, but I finally got you on. Yeah, you finally got me on. I'm, I'm obviously living up in the north now and, and my job, I'm travelling around for the last sort of five, six years on, on the recruitment circuit. So, um, yeah, I don't get a lot of time for uh, for weekends in Norfolk, which um, I'll, I'll have to try and put that right sometime. Yeah, you definitely will. You're always invited around mine for a cup of tea and Cheers, a bit pal. of cake. I'll tell you what, Top bring man. your son Ed as well. Always love hanging around <laughs> with him as a kid. Anyway, um, so first of all, for, for the younger Norwich City fans that are listening, um, Ian had an incredible career at Norwich, in my opinion, opinion anyway, uh, not just mine, many people's opinions, incredible career. Um, but, you know, b- before turning assistant manager. Um, so, so, Ian, if it's okay with you... Um, Let's cut straight to it. Let's cut straight to the part that everyone will remember, which is that 92-93 squad, which just, I, I say it, and it puts a smile on my face straight away. More out of envy that I that I wasn't um, actually, well, I was alive, just. I was probably a year old at that point. Um, you went on to achieve the club's highest ever Premier League finish. How, spe- yeah. how special was it to be a part of that um, side? It, well, it, it, it well it was special because it was um, it, it was a good it was a good football inside. We had some really good players, some good characters. Um, the team spirit was excellent, and and for a provincial club like Norwich, you know it was a great achievement. And I think everybody uh, got swept uh, along with it. And you know to finish uh, fifth in the league and 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 to have a cup running away for cup was absolutely fantastic. And then to be fair. There's been many, many a good teams at Norwich since that, and many a good players. But I do, and I do think that was a, the, one of the best squads of players there's been at Norwich for, you know, oh, debatable the history, but for a very long time. So, um, you know, it was it was a pleasure to play in it, and there's some good players. And like you said, um, it, it's always been a special, special place for me, and and it was a special team as well. So. Um, yeah, they were the good old days. They just seemed a million miles away, though. They were, uh, Chris, to be fair, it was planet. It was the it was the best city side. Let's be honest. It, it was. We don't need to pull any punches here. We're not the BBC. Let's cut straight to it. It was the best city side of all time. And so, why do you think that? What what was the reason that that side did so well? Because we've obviously never been able to repeat it again. Is that been because? Other sides have simply just got way better. Was there a slice of luck? Was it the team spirit? What was it for you? Um, I think it was a bit of continuity. There's been a few of us who've been there for five or six years, you know, um, Chippy and Ian Culverhouse and Gunny and myself. And uh, we'd been playing together for, you know, and, and Gossy as well. And then probably missed a few out, you know, for a few years. And so it's just all seemed to come together. Um, we had a plan. Um, we were defensively pretty strong, uh, and we had the ability to score goals, and it just come off for us. Sometimes you, you know, you, you just go out there, you do your best for the supporters and the football club, and it happens. You know, it's like why did Leicester do so well? You know, when they won the Premier League. You know, was it because the other teams were, were were having a bad time? It just sometimes you don't know, and you get swept along with it. And um, 
you know, winning breeds that confidence mm. you need. And, you know, and uh, we all enjoyed it, that little bit of fame. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, 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 you know, we went um, countrywide, really, and we were playing some good stuff. And, and like you say, we had some good players who knew the jobs and um, we got on with it and, you know, it's really interesting, Ian, that you bring up that point about having played with each other for a long time. It's something that I think a lot of football fans and pundits forget about, actually, that successful sides, a lot of them have played with each other for a long time. I was literally just today um, enjoying an interview with Gary Neville and Roy Keane, who had both credited their time um, yeah. under Fergie as as actually one of the main, the if not the main reason was they're gelled together for years and years and years. And then it came good because of that spice of talent. And um, speaking of that, that that spice of talent, um, obviously it goes without saying, Gossy, Jeremy Goss, uh, of course, gets a, an unbelievable and deserved amount of praise for his Munich heroics uh, when playing in that side. But who, who were you a particular fan of? Uh, you know, because obviously you, you played with some ridiculously good players in. You played with Gunny, Sutton, Newman, Crook. A cuckoo, like who was the player that you most enjoy playing with when you're at Norwich playing? Um, that's a difficult. I don't. I think I enjoy playing with all the players because you know we we had to we had to make it a team. We had to make it a team game. You know, we all had a, a bad games and and we got lifted and and we you know we had a good games and well we, you know it, it was one of those scenarios where you know we pulled each other through a little bit. You know, and and when you win away away from home, maybe at Liverpool or Manchester United or something like that, you know, them long coach journeys back from Manchester along the A17 uh, make it more enjoyable. Maybe that's where, that's maybe where the team spirit was. Uh, I'm sure a few was, beers uh, were consumed. We, we, we were allowed a, a can of lager in them days. Maybe I'm, I'm <laughs> maybe a few more actually at times, but um, yeah, we, we all, we you know, Ken Brown signed, signed me. Yeah. Uh, we played under, you know, Norwich already had a reputation of playing good football, what you know, and, and we carried, and we carried on, you know, and, Ken's a great fella. Mel Machin was there. Then Dave Williams and Dave Stringer. Yeah. So good, good people, good coaches. But um, Chris Sutton um, was, a, was a really good player, really good striker. Um, and to be fair, you know, you have to have a bit of everything, don't you, really, to be successful. You know, you need to you need to be strong at the back and, uh, and your spine to be good down the middle. And, uh, and Chris could score goals. I mean, people like Real Fox and Jerry Goss, Ian Crook, mm. you know, they were all a joy to play with. And, you know, it's a really good... Uh, tight-knit uh, team then, you know. And obviously, I'd seen a few more plays before that. I'd started playing with Steve Bruce and the Kevin Drinkles and Wayne Biggins and Trevor Putney's, you know, before wow. that. And yeah. One or two of those had left and a, a new, and then under Mike Walker uh, and John Dean, and, and, you know, a new squad was kind of like built. So, um, we'd seen a lot myself, you know, I'd seen a lot of players come and go at Norwich. It was one of those clubs, but um, no, like you say, it, it just happened and, um it just kept on rolling on, didn't it? Yeah. Rolling on, you know. Well, you clearly uh, loved it, Ian, because you were here for almost nine seasons, which doesn't really happen seasons, that often yeah. now, does it? So, you you obviously nope. fell in love with the place. Um, it goes it goes without saying. What well, Ian, I'm, re I'm really um really really we have to ask you about this. Uh, we hear a lot about it from from Gossie's opinion, from Gunny's opinion. But what was that night like in Munich? Because that is the night of all nights for Norwich City fans. Well, it was it was unbelievable. You you had to pinch yourself after because I think we we're the we we're the first English team to to win in the Olympic Stadium, weren't we? And to and to and I think to the win only there. one. I don't think it ever got beaten. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. And then and we moved. And then yeah, they moved stadium then into the Alianza. Yeah, it was terrific. I mean, you know, and Gossi scored that unbelievable goal. 
Um, and we, we managed to hold on, didn't we, against a, you know, a decent Bayern Munich team. It wasn't a poor Bayern Munich team. And um, like I said, it, you know, you were pinching sales after. We, we couldn't really believe it, you know. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had a great night in Munich after. Um, I, don't know what time, I don't know what time we went to bed. Uh, the beer really glasses matter. are bigger over there, aren't they? The beer yeah, glasses are bigger. Right, yeah, it, it was, I don't know what will happen. I don't know even what hotel we're in. I, I, you know, the evening, the evening went, was, well, it was, it was surreal, really, because um, Norris City beating Bayern Munich and it doesn't really happen every season does it so and then we all forgot about it. in the morning there was some sore heads but it was still a, there was still like a, a, an air of elation and joy and we just couldn't believe it. and then yeah. someone said we've got a game at Sheffield United on Saturday in the in the Premier League and, and we looked at each other <laughs> thinking wow we've just got to get on with it now so we arrived back I think in North uh, Norwich Thursday and then we're straight back on the coach going up to Sheffield on the Friday and we're looking at each other saying Hang on a minute, we've got to produce 90 minutes here because I don't think we, we weren't. I think we still ran about six or seven then, I think, in um, when we beat Bayern Munich in the league. So, um, you know, we're still up there, seventh or eight, something like that. And then we're on that coach, we're thinking, wow, we've got to do it again. And for some reason, I always remember this, we won 2 1 at Sheffield United, and I don't know how we did it. We just hung on in the last 20 minutes. We're still drunk here. Minutes. We were put well. I, I, well, I'm just saying we were feeling the <laughs> yeah, you were, weren't you? <laughs> the effects of a good night, anyway. But again, again, like I said, we got the victory, we got over the line, um, and yeah, we got the three points. So then we had a, a good rest after that, really. But yeah, it was a good time, good time. It, it, if, what I love about even just talking to you, just very briefly for the first few minutes of this podcast, Ian, is, is you still talk about Norwich, which with such heart, with such passion. You 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 made 293 appearances, as I said, almost nine seasons, capped in the club as well. You must be extremely proud of your time at Norwich City. Yeah, I, I enjoy playing at Norwich City. You know, um, when I arrived from Notts Forest, you know, um, it was a new challenge. Um, fell in love with the city. Um, obviously, you know, my three children were born there. The old hospital there, Norwich North Norwich Hospital there. Which, yeah. It's not there now. It's a Apartments. The housing estate is gone now. Yeah, yeah, apartments. So, yeah, and we've got, you know, we've got a, a soft spot for Norwich. We, we we love Norwich. And and to be fair, you know, obviously I've been back since as a, a capacity as assistant manager. But, hey, at the end of the day, I still look for Norwich's result. And and to be fair, they should, uh, hopefully, they, they stay in the, the Premier League uh, because that's where they, they, they belong, you know. And I know they've had some ups and downs over many years, but um, it's good to see them back. And, yeah. Um, I've still got friends in Norwich. I'd like to get back a little bit more, but because my job doesn't allow me to a lot of the time. But yeah, it, it was a, it was a good time then to play for Norwich. Um, and the fact of it, so many players have stayed down in the area since then, haven't they? You know, and uh, um, it is it is a nice area, and I I enjoyed living down there. I lived in two or three different areas, and you know, it's it's fabulous. And and to be fair, probably the roads are a bit better now, aren't they? Getting back. <laughs> A little bit, just. Yeah, probably be a bit modernised now and you get there a bit quicker. But yeah, it's a, it's a great club. Um, yeah, um, been some challenges there. Um, I've had some, sort of, well, uh, tough times when I was at like, the system manager for a little bit. Um, you know, that uh, I thought I would get a little bit more time, but I didn't. Um, mm. And I can't dwell, I can't dwell on that now. I don't dwell on that now. That's... That's mm. gone. That's the street, uh, and then get on yeah. with it. But I don't like to have been better. But of Ian, course, I've I've got to interrupt you there, and because obviously we, we need to bring up and and, th- and thank you for volunteering to talk about it because I know I know that 
it's still really hard for you to talk about it. But but I want to start, I just want to open that can of worms, really, that when you were assistant manager with Gunny, what was it what was it like being offered that role? Because if, you know, you're a fan, you're a club legend and you get offered that job, it must have been, you, yeah. you had to take it, right? I, well, I was doing, I, I always enjoyed my coaching at the time. I was doing well in the lower leagues and everything. And, um, um, you know, it, I had to take it because, you know, I, I wanted to contribute back to Norwich City. And, and, and like you said, there's a lot of things went on. It was a difficult time uh, for the club. Um, a lot of lone players, you know, a lot of um, disruptions behind the scenes. And mm. so, you know, it was difficult, you know. Um, um, you know, we, myself and Ian Crook, were trying to assist Brian the best yeah. we could. And, yeah. and, and, and things, it wasn't, it didn't happen, you know, it didn't happen. And, uh, you know, there's one or two things will stick with me, which I wasn't happy with. But that, that that's life. Um, you know, uh, I just wanted... Wanted to do well like mm. everybody else, but that, like you said, that that's that that's gone and dusted, you know. And then obviously, Paul came in and, mm. and, and had a little well, bit of yeah. success. So, but, but, you know, know, that, that, that's I, the name of the game, you know. And, and you know, I don't want to dwell on things, and yeah. um, um, you know, I, I never look back. Mm. You you learn from it, um, and you move on, don't you? That, that that's life. Well, look, Ian, I, I I I love the way that you've approached it. I think your mentality is totally right. But as I say, this isn't the BBC, so I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I thought it was an absolute <laughs> disgrace the way that, that, that you and, and Gunny and Crook were showing the door. Um, I've always said that and always will, um, particularly the way that, that Gunny got the call, particularly the fact that he had to get the train home. Um, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You can hear the anger in my voice. It, it genuinely pisses yeah, me yeah. off to the high hill. Um, yeah. And and what, what was, if you don't mind me asking, because I know you find it really difficult, you must no, have I, been I so be annoyed. I don't, I don't find it difficult. It's just that, you know, um, you know, sometimes you don't you don't dwell on the past, and and that's it. It's one of those things. I've I've moved on since from it. Um, you know, uh, and I've had a d- decent career since since then. Uh, I'm still working in football. Uh, mm. But yeah, things would some things were done wrongly. Um, but you you live and learn. Um, people make mistakes. We all make mistakes, and you have to make sure that you um, you learn from them and um, don't react in a negative way. Are you pleased that you took the job in? Uh, at the time, it was the best decision I could have made. Yeah, um, didn't work out like I wanted it to be, but that, that's football. Sometimes it doesn't, does yeah. it? You know. <laughs> so uh, absolutely, mate. Just a, just a word on on Gunny because you know, bona fide city legend. What a man, eh? Yeah, yeah. I see him quite a bit actually because he um, his office with Paul Stretford is uh, not too far away from Warrington actually. So um, I do see him, uh, speak to him once once a week. Uh, see him. Every couple of weeks, yeah. Um, actually, he's due, due, due a drink. He's, he's probably due a drink with me now. Actually, he's been uh, he's been on the phone saying we must go out. You know that sort of thing. So uh, he I loves, better say, I he better loves save the then and go and get. I was going to say. I was going to say. Good luck keeping up with Gunny. What a man he is. Yeah. So um, yeah. So you know. So yeah. I see. I see. I see quite a few of the old uh, lads. You know, Messi and Rob, uh, Rob Newman on the um, on the circuit. You know, I bump into him in yeah. Europe. Um, um, we've also seen Gunny as well, Jerry Goss now and again. Yeah, um, what a yeah, man! In was there a player um, during your time at Norwich? Was there a particular player that you thought, "Wow, what a player"? W- w- was there a main man for you? Was there was there a player that you were particularly like blown away by? Um, what who I played with? Um, both who you played with would be good, but I was thinking more who, who, when you were assistant manager, was there a player that you thought he's the main man for me? 
Um, oh, when was I an assistant manager? Because um, you've got, I mean, you, you, you've had Wes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wes was always a, a tricky little player, special little player in that little niche position and that numbered look and 10. I know he played out wide, but um, yeah, he's always caused danger, wasn't he? he mm. The trickiness of him and the way he gets at people. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he did he did well, Wes, and he, he has done well in general, hasn't he, for Norwich? So um, I won't say anybody outstandingly special. There's some talented boys, yeah. Just a good um, keys of unit, weren't we, really? Pardon? Just a good cohesive unit, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. So, Ian, I'm, I'm, I've got, I want to go. I want to now fast forward straight, straight to the the modern day, which is that you're, you're Burnley's head of recruitment, right? Uh, yeah. Well, senior scout. Yeah, we don't have like a head. We have a technical director, like like Stuart Weber, and um, we have senior scouts. And I've been doing sort of UK and and, and England uh, for the last three seasons. It's my third season with Burnley. I, I had three and a half seasons with. Queens Park Rangers and and working yeah, for well. the working for the FA as well uh, before that, which was a, an excellent job uh, covering the World Cups and European Championships. So um, at the moment, yeah, um, I'm working for Burnley, who are um, a small club in the Premier League, who have, have done really really well. Um, this is their fourth season in the in the Premiership. Uh, we had a good year the year before when we finished seventh, which was really excellent. Um, for a, for a side like us, and mm. oh, and we're build building very slowly. Really, um, we've just got to keep hanging in there. We've got the third worst budget in the Premiership, probably Norwich and Sheffield United are below yeah. us. Uh, you know, uh, so you know our aim, our owner. We haven't got a, um, a sugar daddy. We haven't got a, you know, an Arab <laughs> or a, really shoving money, and we've got a we've got an owner who keeps things very very tight. He's a local businessman who's done really, really well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he owns sort of 70% mm. of the shares. And, 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 and we've got a very good manager who is we're learning all the time. He's, um, he's, he's a one-off. He's done really, really well for himself. And, um, you know, uh, he has a way of playing. And at the moment, um, to keep Burnley in the Premier League for four seasons, he's done a super yeah. job. No, absolutely I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I agree with that yeah. entirely. Ian, but we haven't got we haven't got special play. You know, no disrespect, we haven't got special players, outstanding, skilled, sexy players. He has a way of playing, and and you know his mm. remit at the moment is is to keep the club in the Premiership. You they know? very and, much remind me of of the squad that got promoted, uh, the the Norwich squad that got promoted under Lambert, where the team wasn't it didn't stink of talent, but again, just a really good solid unit of players that are going to work their backsides off um, for the manager who's clearly inspiring them over the line. And, you know, but Burnley for me, I look at Burnley and I always go, Oh, I'm not sure they could be on the edge, but they seem to just do well and pull results out of nowhere. Like, you know, now and then they'll be managed to be Chelsea or something like that. So, but Ian, I'm just, I'm really interested to get a bit more deep into your actual role, just for the people that are listening what what does your role actually entail? At yeah, well, yeah, well, we do a lot. Of tra- I do a lot of traveling in, in in Europe. A lot of games in Europe. A lot of games in the UK. Uh, we identify players. We try and find all the information about the players. We actually meet the age. Try and meet the agents of players. Get a little bit of feel of whether they want to come to the club. What kind of financial package they're after. And then we all put it together and put it back to the technical director and the owner and things like that. So we're always on the move. I mean, I've done most clubs in, in Europe, you know, the main countries in Europe. Um, I do the championship a lot. And it's just finding a market where Burnley can 
can buy from. Now we're trying to change little things. We're trying to get younger players into into the team, um, yeah. and we're trying to get more players from Europe into the team. But they've got to, they've, but they've got to be the right the right kind of players for Sean. Mm. They've got to be the right standard. And you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, his he has a final decision on, on all the players. All, all we can do is is present them in front of him, and we do that in a professional way. Um, and then it's down to him. I mean, you, you you'll have the same challenges, Norwich. You know, yeah. as Burnley have. You know, you're you're going to try and stay in the Premier League this year, and it'll be very very difficult for you. I'm not saying you, you know you can't do it but you'll 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 meet your hurd- the challenges and the hurdles and um mm. it's a di- it's a difficult league you you know i mean you're finding that now i know you've you've, you've played a lot of the, the top teams but every game yeah every it's a game huge game difficult. yeah every game you can be punished by the southamptons the crystal palace with respect you know and true and you're and your team really won't. It won't depend. Your the results won't depend against the Man Cities. You've got to beat the teams Around down to the league. But yeah, which is like us, Southampton, Sheffield United, because probably they'll be in the bottom six or seven. Yeah. But it's a long season, and you you just got to grind it out. And um, like you say, Burnley have done really, really well. This is the fourth, fourth season in the Premiership, um, and uh, hopefully that Norwich can be there, but not at the expense of Burnley, though, at the moment. Well, so, well, do, Ian, we'll, get on to, we'll get on to, uh, we'll certainly get on to uh, to Burnley, Norwich, and, and what's going on at the moment in, in a short moment. But, um, uh, well, first of all, I've got to say something to you, which is, can you can you stay off our patch, which is Germany? Can you go Germany, nowhere near yeah, it, please? Yeah. That's well, our patch. Don't you dare end up in there. <laughs> You you don't you, well I, I know Jimmy very well. You don't spend a lot. Of, you you do quite well. You're doing quite well at the moment because you're not spending a lot of money and you're getting some good players. Wow. So, uh, what can I but, say? And what can I say? But, but <laughs> they've got to be tested at Premiership level. That's the key. Mm. You know, uh, this is a new challenge for all them players, and um, uh, it's it's different than the Championship. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how we get on. And Ian, you said you said uh, before we went live that that you've come across uh, Stuart Weber on a, on a few occasions on, on your travels. J- just a word on Stuart Weber. He's done exceptionally well at Norwich, isn't he? Yes, yeah, he has. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Stuart uh, from before uh, when he was at Huddersfield a, a little bit, and I bumped into him. To be fair, I had a coffee with him a couple of weeks ago in Lille, and uh, you know, we had a chat about the different strategies at different clubs. You know where. You know, the last time Norwich came in the Premiership, you know, you spent a lot of money, didn't quite work, did it? And, you know, the finances haven't been there. Now you've gone down the road, you've spent a lot of money in your academy, haven't you, the last couple of seasons? And, you know, and he was trying, he was telling me, he was explaining to the manager that this is the way forward. And, and, And that decision is held by, you know, the outstanding players your academy have produced, you know, who are playing first team football now, you know, the, the Lewises and Aaron's and uh, Cantwell's, you know, um, Godfrey, I know Godfrey, Godfrey Count, he was, I know he came from York, but, um, you know, you've got some Brought exceptional, Norwich, yeah. yeah, you've got some exceptional young players who um, are going to benefit from this year in the Premier League and, and hopefully make Norwich stronger in the, in the future, but, the vultures will be circling if they do well this year. Um, do you think we'll manage you know, to keep hold of them, Ian? Because in because in January, if we're if we're looking good in January, it's going to be difficult to keep hold of these exceptional young players, right? Yeah, it will be. It will be, and that, that that's the challenge for you. You'll have to make the decision whether you, you might have to sell one or or, or not. Depend depending where you are in January, but um, I'm I'm sure they'll play the season out. It depends how they do and what other, mm. te- what other sides are looking for in their, in yeah. their squad, you know, but um, no, uh, they are exceptional. They're doing very, very well at the moment and I'm sure, you know, there'll be lots of offers for them and, but that's where, 
you know, the decisions have to be made in the hierarchy. You know, you're going to try and if you stay up, you've got to try and then add certain players to the to squad to make it uh, better. Because one thing in the Premiership, and we've learned at Burnley, you cannot stand, stand still. You know, whether, you've got to keep on improving, try to improve. If you stand still, you're in trouble. So it's a difficult one, it's, especially for all the smaller sides. Um, you know, it's really difficult. Ian, do you ever get to this point, right, where you have you ever or would you ever know like, have you ever been competing with Norwich for 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 uh, you don't have to name the player but have you ever come kind of at logheads with Stuart competing for a, a player because obviously you're you're out and about and you're scouting and do you ever have to cross paths with Norwich at all um no no not Norwich has never been no not a player no um no, I don't think there has been, actually. Um, I knew Stuart. We were watching a few players when Stuart was at Huddersfield in Scotland. Um, similar sort, the same sort of player, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but no, not we've not been in direct competition, no. Um, Good, keep really, it that way. No. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, well, hey, I don't, think we could, I don't think we could afford them for what I've just mentioned. <laughs> uh, Ian, I'll tell you something that has got Norwich fans scratching and actually it's got everyone's head scratching um, in the Premier League now. And, and you've actually obviously got a very similar situation um, at, at Burnley. How are you, without giving away all your industry secrets and your secret sauce, with a low budget, how how do you go about finding these hidden gems? Because it's it seems to me almost impossible. How are you finding these players on such a low budget? Um, well, there's quite a few of the players that Burnley have been together for for four or five seasons now. You know the Ashley Barneses, yeah. the Westwoods. You know and these people. Uh, um, Chris Wood came two years ago. Charlie Taylor did. Um, James Tarkovsky. Uh, ben Mee's been there a few seasons now. So we are quite an aging team now so we, we've got to we've got to look to freshen things up but you know you need a blend you need a blend of uh, youthful ex- enthusiasm yeah, and, and, um, experience. And, and experience and that's the key to it really but we are we are an aging side but um hopefully we, we can deal with that uh, at christmas or in the summer um you know obviously injuries as well um yeah. they count a lot so um yeah it's, it's difficult uh, because we we can't throw we can't throw 15, 20 mm. millions at players. Um, we've got, we've signed two 15 million pound players over the last three years, um, but we can't do it all the time, you know, and then you have to make adjustments elsewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we don't, we don't throw money around. Uh, our bonus structure is very, very good. Like it's probably for all the teams in the bottom, in the, <laughs> in the bottom uh, half to give players an incentive to, to stay there. But yeah. so, no, yeah. we're not, we're not big spenders. Uh, we're not, big payers either uh, in terms of football terms in the premiership so I know I should imagine and maybe I don't know I may be wrong um, we, we've probably got the third worst budget and I should imagine Sheffield United and Norwich yeah no I absolutely agree with you. I agree with you and so, in, so um, it, it's, it's difficult you've got to balance everything and you know sometimes you don't like the decisions what the owners say yeah you know, but um, you know at the end of the day uh, the club comes first right then Burnley versus Norwich. Yeah, is, is yeah this, I, is, I thought you were going to mention that. Chris. Is this, is this, well, I, I can't, I can't let you leave without putting you in a, in a bit of an awkward situation. And you know me, um, you know Burnley versus Norwich. This is going to be the first time that your club has played Norwich since yeah, yes, you've left yeah. the club, right? Yeah. You know that is that going to be a difficult experience for you, or do you take a step back and say, "Nah, look, you know what, you know what will be, will be," because you know I can't emphasize enough how you're a legend at Norwich you know, playing in that game and that squad 
and now you're going to be, you know, try, yeah. trying to beat us. That must be awkward. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we need all the points we can muster, and I suppose Norwich uh, will as well. So, um, yeah, it won't be. It'll just be a, another game for 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 Sean and the, and, the, and the lads. Really, I mean, um, you know, uh, we've got to see that as three points, and I'm sure Norwich will be thinking the same as well. But that's this is a game what. Um, I wouldn't say it's a must-win game, but that, what I said before, you know, these are the points we've got to take off the sides uh, around us. You know, I mean, you've got a, you've got a, an easy game against Man City first, haven't you? So. Oh, shush, shush. <laughs> I know. So, so yeah, it's it's like you say, it's it's still early days yet, and a lot can happen. Yeah. But um, but deep down, yeah. Ian. But deep down, really, if you really take a look at yourself in the mirror, deep down, yeah, yeah. you would be quite happy for two draws this season, wouldn't you? No, 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 as much, no, 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 come on, come on. I know, I know, I like Norwich, and I know I love Norwich, but uh, no, uh, you've got to go with the team who employ you. Oh no, so, mate. Uh, absolutely. I, I, obviously, yeah, that you know, we we'd be looking for three points, and I suppose Dan, Daniel Farker would be saying the same thing, you know. So it'll be a, it'll be a good battle, and it's a different team for the Burnley supporters mm. to, to see, isn't it? Really, and uh, hopefully we you. can we can keep the centre forward quiet because. Uh, He's been a revelation. No chance, really? Ian. You're not keeping Timmy Puki quiet, I'll tell you that for you sure. Know, in, I, um, haven't, I haven't got the stats in Has he scored something like 34 goals in 47? He scored, he's, yeah, he scored at the moment, yeah. at the time of recording wow. this podcast, he scored 10 goals in eight games for both club and yeah. country, which is Incredible. something exceptional, isn't it? Incredible. L- last thing, and obviously, you know, you've been speaking to the, to the Norris. Is he faithful right now? As a player... Um, that, that's been at the club and, and done what you've done. Do you have a message for those Norwich City supporters? Um, a message? Um, well, the, the, the message what you, you, you say to supporters is, is, is keep getting behind the team. And, and, and they've always done that over the years, you know, through thick and thin. They've had lots of ups and downs. So get behind the team. You'll see a lot of good football from Premiership sides. You'll see some good players down at Carrow Road. And there'll be a lot of heartache as well, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, I do hope... I do hope that they stay up, uh, establish themselves in the Premier League and start building a team again, you know, and that, that, that'd that be great. You know, whether they can do that, who knows? But I, I do wish them well. Um, and the supporters were, you know, are, are good people down there, you know. So uh, let's hope uh, that they, they keep in the Premiership, uh, but they get beat uh, in two weeks. <laughs> <out of Burnley. laughs> right, that's it. Bug off my podcast. No, thanks, Ian. Thank you so much. Um, that's it for this podcast. I just want to say a huge, huge thank you for sharing your story on Talk Nora City. Don't forget, guys, that if you are listening on iTunes, make sure you're giving us a five-star review. And if you want to hear what we, we really, really want to hear what you think of these audio-exclusive podcasts, and all you need to do is drop us a tweet at Talk Nora City so we can continue to deliver the best content possible. And there is only one thing left to say on this podcast, and I'm going to make Ian say it. Let's see if he remembers. What are you going to say to finish this podcast, Ian? Come on, famous Norwich chant. On the Ball City! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Over and out. On the Ball City.